0: This is the Irrelevant Information Podcast, a podcast about finding the deeper meaning of seemingly useless information. I'm Rodrigo Nunez and today's episode is Joe Rogan doesn't wear a mask. I've been using the day the NBA season was suspended as a starting point for when the coronavirus actually became serious in the United States. And that day is March 11th, 2020. We are now in June, late June. It's already officially summer and this thing is still around. In fact, we're still in the first wave and it's probably not gonna end anytime soon. Despite all of that, states have officially opened up Especially my home state of Texas, where the governor went so far as to override any city or county ordinance and forbid the punishment of anyone who did things such as open their business prematurely or enforce the wearing of face masks to prevent the spread of coronavirus. Ah, the masks. I never would have imagined that face masks would have become such a huge point of contention. That brings me to our boy Joe Rogan. Now, Joe Rogan is without a doubt the most popular podcaster in the world. In fact, simply putting his name in the title of this episode has probably made me look like a clout chaser to most of his fans. But regardless of that, a couple of weeks ago, Joe had comedian Bill Burr on his podcast. Bill, by the way, is also a great podcast host. It's one of the podcasts that I listen to almost every week. It's called the Monday Morning Podcast. It's just him by himself ranting like a madman. A lot of times it's really, really good. Uh, but anyway he's also an actor writer and of course a stand-up comedian so bill was on and him and rogan spoke for close to four hours about all kinds of stuff from show business to praying mantis decapitations and bears and at some point in the show the topic of covid came up and bill burr comments about how people are out there acting like animals not wearing masks to which rogan replies you want people to walk down the streets with a mask on in a dismissive tone (laughs) Bill promptly shuts him down, but Rogan keeps pushing, saying that wearing a mask is for cowards, but he used other words. He went on to say that men make fun of things that seem like you're not taking chances. Now, in part, this was expected of Rogan. The man sees himself as the ultimate masculine man, or at least that's the image he sells, right? I mean,. He's the type of man who eats elk because of the high testosterone and takes his coffee with emulsified MCT oil. (laughs) This is the man who's taking a stand at not wearing a mask because it's weak, because it's quote, not accepting a risk. Now, other Joe Rogan-esque guys have gone the hyper-masculine nationalist route and talked about how it's un-American and tyrannical to wear a face mask. And honestly, that thought is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. So, COVID-19 started in China, we all know this, then later it spread to South Korea and then the rest of the world. However, in China, they've already handled the first wave. They took extreme measures, of course, they locked down a huge population center and tested hundreds of thousands of people, quarantined them, built hospitals in a matter of weeks and are now battling the beginnings of a second wave. But it took them three months to turn Wuhan from what looked like a zombie movie to a normal city. George Gao, head of the Centers for Disease Control of China, in an interview with Science Magazine published on March 27, 2020, said the following about how the country handled the virus. Quote, social distancing is the essential strategy for the control of any infectious disease, especially if they are respiratory infections. First, we use non-pharmaceutical strategies because you don't have any specific inhibitors or drugs and you don't have any vaccines. Second, you have to make sure you isolate any cases. Third, close contacts should be in quarantine. We spend a lot of time trying to find all these close contacts and to make sure they are quarantined and isolated. Fourth, suspend public gatherings. Fifth, restrict movement, which is why you have a lockdown, end quote. Okay, so yeah, those fourth and fifth ones were put in place to an extent here in the US, but I want to draw attention to what he says first. We don't have any specific inhibitors or drugs or vaccines. Therefore, we have to use anything that limits our ability to spread and be infected by a respiratory infection, right? When asked by Science Magazine what mistakes other countries are making, Gao said the following, quote, the big mistake in the US and Europe, in my opinion, is that people aren't wearing masks. The virus is transmitted by droplets and close contact. Droplets play a very important role. You've got to wear a mask because when you speak, there are always droplets coming out of your mouth. Many people have asymptomatic or presymptomatic infections. If they are wearing face masks, it can prevent droplets that carry the virus from escaping and infecting others. End quote. He said this back in March about something he's known for months. Now, hear me when I say this as clearly as I humanly can. From a scientific standpoint, the masks help combat COVID. Need proof? On June 1st, 2020, in the journal The Lancet, Derek K. Chu, Professor Lea A. Ackle, MD, and others published a paper titled, Physical distancing, face masks, and eye protection to prevent person-to-person transmission of SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19, a systematic review and meta-analysis. Now, in this study, they reviewed 172 studies across 16 countries and 6 continents with no randomized control trials and 44 relevant comparative studies in healthcare and non-healthcare settings, and found that the use of face masks results in a large reduction in the risk of infection. So that's over 172 studies, and all of them, like in the meta-analysis, showed that face masks reduce in a large reduction. Okay, that's one study analyzing 172 studies. There's another one in the journal Nature Medicine published on April 3rd, 2020, a paper titled Respiratory Virus Shedding in Exhaled Breath and Efficacy of Face Masks. Scientists said the following, quote, we detected coronavirus in respiratory droplets and aerosols in three of 10 and four of 10 of the samples collected without face masks, respectively, but did not detect any virus in respiratory droplets or aerosols collected from participants wearing face masks. This difference was significant in aerosols and showed a trend toward reduced infection in respiratory droplets. Quote. In another study published in BMJ Global Health in late May 2020, titled Reduction of Secondary Transmission of SARS-CoV-2 in Households by Face Mask Use, Disinfection and Social Distancing, a cohort study in Beijing, China, scientists found that quote, face masks used by the primary case and family contacts before the primary case developed symptoms was 79% effective in reducing transmission, end quote. A study also published in May in the journal Cell states that since COVID seems to establish itself in the nasal cavity first zen Quote, these studies argue for the widespread use of masks to prevent aerosol, large droplets, and or mechanical exposure to the nasal packages. End quote. Finally, because I don't want to keep bombarding you with studies, and keep in mind, all of the studies that I mentioned here will be linked in the show notes if you want to read them all yourself. A research article in the Proceedings of the Royal Society A titled, quote, A Modeling Framework to Access the Likely Effectiveness of Face Masks in Combination with Lockdown in Managing the COVID-19 Pandemic, states that, quote, Our models show that face mask adoption provides population-level benefits even in circumstances where wearers are placed at increased risk, end quote. Again, all of these will be linked in the show notes, but I hope you understand by now that the masks do work. And if all this scientific speak didn't make sense to you or you know someone who doesn't believe in it or it says that's way too complicated, just put it this way. And keep in mind, this is highly scientific. This is a purely dumbed down explanation that I'm saying so you can use to explain to someone. Let's assume your mask only filters out 50% of the stuff you you breathe in, right? And let's assume that a mask catches 50% of the stuff you spit out when you sneeze or talk or whatever. If in a normal sneeze, one would chew out 100 COVIDs, (laughs) then with a mask, there's only 50 of them in the air, which means the person that's wearing a mask, someone else has a chance of absorbing 25 of them. If that person isn't wearing a mask, and they chew out 100 COVIDs, that means there's 100 COVIDs in the air. That means you with a mask have a chance of absorbing 50 COVIDs instead of 25. Makes sense? (laughs) And again, I know that was super unscientific, but I'm just trying to help you use something um, that if you have a family member or a friend who still doesn't believe it. Now, see why you should wear a mask? See why everyone should wear a mask? One would have to be either pretty dumb or pretty careless about others to refuse to wear one in the midst of a respiratory illness pandemic. Now, imagine thinking that protecting the lives of others is weak. (laughs) Now, for the patriots out there, America has failed to defeat the coronavirus. It's that simple. Other countries have handled it. America has not. I know that may hurt to hear, but that is the truth. And America has failed to defeat the coronavirus because of one simple thing, American individualism. Individualism plays a massive role in the American myth, in the idea of what it means to be American. This is why it's logical for the nationalist, for the patriot to be an individualist, to refuse to be a sheep, to stand up for what they believe in, because the American believes in freedom above all. Give me liberty or give me death, right? But the thing is, this virus cannot be defeated through individual action. There is no one super soldier that can punch coronavirus in the jaw and knock it out. This thing is defeated through collective action. This thing is defeated by caring more about your neighbor than you care about yourself. This thing is defeated by doing something for the sake of someone else rather than for your own. This thing is defeated by being strong enough to care about people you don't know who could be infected by the very air you breathe out. Americans are failing to care about human lives in the name of individual freedom from the tyranny of wearing a cloth mask, for crying out loud. In essence, a large number of us care more about not having something cover our face than we do about the real human lives of other people. And this year has been a time that if anything has served to show just how many of us value individualism against the well-being of others in all aspects. The last few weeks we have experienced a literal civil rights revolution. Yet in the face of indisputable evidence of the systemic unequal treatment of black Americans by law enforcement agencies across this country, The response to these events by a shockingly large number of people is, yeah, but what does that have to do with me? People cling to their personal experience as if that negated the state of the world for the other people around us. When you care more about the burning of a target than you do of the treatment of an entire race of people for 400 years, that shows you valuing your experience more than other people's experience. And to someone who is not black, that is what Black Lives Matter is all about. It's about taking your view from an individual me to a greater we. That's also how COVID can be slowed down. Stop thinking about yourself and start thinking about everyone else in your city. Now, these past few weeks have been heavy and hard for all of us, I know. But it's also been a time where I can see that people's eyes are being opened and I'm hopeful that things can improve. Maybe that's the lesson that 2020 is teaching us. It's teaching us just how selfish we are as a society and it's forcing us to change. But it's also showing me, personally, just how selfless some of the people around me are. In every walk I take where I see someone else with a mask on, I know that person cares with every awkward conversation about systemic racism I have with my friends it shows me just how willing to empathize and think of the other we are and all of that makes me feel good it makes me feel like we're going to come out of this better not because we're American or because we're so strong and no one can boss us around but because it shows the capacity to think about more than just ourselves And that is true strength, the capacity to carry the burden of others and lighten their load. And sadly for Joe Rogan, there's no onnit supplement to increase your gains in that respect. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found some solace in listening to this. I know that Times are still tough. People are losing jobs and everything. But share this episode with a friend um, or with a family member or with someone that would benefit from hearing it. If you like this show, leave us a review on Apple Podcast or Podchaser. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And as always, OR4 did nothing wrong. the Irrelevant Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.